I think now it, I could be wrong, but I think I might have some stories for you that you've never heard before. That's right. And that's saying a lot because I'm a pretty open guy. Like I'm an open freaking book. I tell all the stories all the time. I tell stories from stages. I tell stories on this show. I've done a thousand seventy three episodes, but I think I think that today I'm going to tell you something you didn't know. <laughs> and it's really embarrassing, but I'm going to share it with you. Anyway, we're also going to talk about if not now, then when, if not you, then who, and really we're going to take a look inside. We're going to take a look inside. I'm going to take a look inside me. You're going to take a look inside you, and we're going to ultimately determine who and how we're going to get to that next level. Does that sound good? All that and more on today's episode of GM3X. Listen, folks, it's time to rise. And grind. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? I'm having to do some extra login stuff to be able to see you over on Facebook. You know why? Because I got my new Pixel 7. That's why I got it yesterday. It wasn't even supposed to ship till today. That's what it said. It said it was going to ship on the 13th, which is, I believe that's today, right? Today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Thursday, October 13th, 2022. So I want to make sure. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Why is this phone doing that? Wow. That was crazy. But it, and, and it's the first and the last time it'll ever be. Thursday, October 13th, 2022. So let's make the most of this absolutely incredible day. Does that sound all right, Carrie Carter? Let's make the most of this absolutely incredible day. What about you, Derek McClain? You down with that? You down with that, Derek McClain? Congratulations, by the way, on your engagement, Derek McClain. I see you, boo. I see you making moves. Incredible. Listen to you. I'm or listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> listen to me. I'm coming to you live. From Lexington, Kentucky. And it's kind of crazy, man. I was thinking about it this morning. I have lived here in Lexington for 15 years. 15 years, dude. Like I'm 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 starting to get up there a little bit. I was having I was having uh lunch with my team yesterday. And they were talking. My team was talking about how they uh like graduated. I think one of them said they graduated in 2008. Or something, and like they were talking about all these graduation dates that, like, like I was like a grown man when they were graduating. <laughs> like, what, what is going on here, man? I'm gonna be 45 this year. Like, wild, man. That's crazy, right? Like, I am almost a 50 year old man. That's crazy, right? 
and I'm loving it because I just keep getting better and better and better. But I've lived here 15 years right here in Lexington, Kentucky, and it's an interesting story of how I got here. And there's pieces of this that I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever shared, but maybe, maybe one or two of you, but I was actually living in uh, California, right? I was living in San Diego. I went through a season. You guys, most of you know about that. I spent a season of homelessness. I spent six months studying uh, Scientology. Then I had to kind of get out of there and fast forward. I got a job for a company called 2020 Companies. And this company, 2020 Companies, now what they did is they, this is when uh, you could first start to bundle, right? You could start to bundle your cable, your internet, and your phone all into one. And you could use this uh, fiber optic lines, right? Do y'all remember that? So fiber optic lines, and somebody had to come to your door and be like, hey, guess what? You now have fiber optic and you can bundle your cable, your phone, and your internet all in one, and it'll actually cost you less. All you have to do is sign this little contract right here, right? And so what 2020 companies did is they would go out, open a sales office in a market that had just gotten fiber optic, then they would bring in a, uh, a manager, and then they would hire a team of young people, and those young people would then go door to door, knock on everybody's door and let, let them know that they had fiber optic, right? So that's what 2020 companies did. And they were hired, outsourced by other companies. And so they hired me to be the guy that traveled. Like I saw an ad in the paper and the ad was basically like, you can have zero connections, zero ties. You will be on the road like 90% of the time. I'm like, that's me. That's this guy right here. And it was crazy because I had just gotten out of this whole season and I went in, I interviewed, they hired me on the spot. They gave me a ticket to New York City, which I had never been at the time. They gave me a ticket to New York City. They gave me a business banking like credit card, which was stupid. <laughs> they didn't know me for nothing. They gave me a business card. They gave me a ticket to New York City. They gave me a laptop computer, all of that, and told me I was on the plane the next day. This is, I, I interviewed, boom, they handed me all this stuff and I was on my way, right? And so I worked for this company, 2020 companies for uh, about six months. And from that day, when I interviewed, next day I was on the road, I spent the next six months on the road. And the majority of it was on the East Coast, kind of Eastern Coast, uh, New Hampshire, Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts, did some stuff in New York. And what they had me do is they had me go in and find the office that would work. I would find the facility. Then I would wait for them to complete the lease. And once the lease was done, I would go in and I would decorate the place with motivational pictures on the walls. I would make sure that it had a fax machine. I would make sure that they had a copy machine that was working. The computers were working. The internet was working. And then I would hand the keys over to the manager and I'd go to the next place. Okay. Makes sense. So that's what I was doing for a while. So I'm traveling around. Boom, 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 boom. I'm getting paid. They're also paying for all my stuff, which is dope. I got this little bank card. I'm making all kinds of stupid decisions with it. Fast forward. Fast forward. They call me back to San Diego. So they call me back to San Diego. I'm like, all right, cool. So I get back to San Diego, get to the airport, grab a rental car, cruise over to the place, go see the dude. Well, when I get there to see the dude, dude's like, bro, you're fired. <laughs> 
<laughs> dude, you're fired. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean I'm fired? They're like, man, you got transactions on this card. Like, you've been hanging out at the club, all kinds of stuff. You were, you were swiping the business card for $400 in shots. Like, you, you, I mean, you, you, you're totally abusing the system here. You're fired, right? So they got rid of me, which was a smart thing. First, they were dumb. Then they got smart. <laughs> So they fired me and when they fired me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had nowhere to go. Like I didn't have a place to, uh, to live. I had some, um, uh, a little bit of money at like $1,500 and I was like, what am I going to do? Right. What am I going to do? So when I left the place, I knew I needed to get like back over to Arizona, get closer to my people to get a chance to get out of there. And so he told me, this is the part I've never told anybody. I don't think maybe a couple people, but very few. He told me to take the rental car back and I was fired and I was done. He took my laptop, took the car, took all that stuff, right? And so I was like, if I take the rental car back, how am I going to get to 80 Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> and so I made plans, made arrangements, bought a ticket, talked to my boy, Aaron Jones, and I bought a ticket to this place called Lexington, Kentucky. And I drove the rental car that I was supposed to drop off in San Diego, California. I drove it to the airport in Phoenix, Arizona, Sky Harbor National Airport. And I had $1,500 cash and I had my suitcase and I had a ticket to Lexington, Kentucky. And so I went ahead and parked that rental car right there at the airport. I just kind of left it there and jumped on the plane and took off to Kentucky and never looked back. <laughs> so I don't know. Did I steal that car? I don't know. I don't know if I really stole the car. I don't know how you look at that, but I definitely didn't go turn it into the rental place. And I left it at Sky Harbor National Airport where millions of people go through like every single day. So I don't really know what happened there, but that's the kind of dude I was at the time, right? And so I did that and I flew out to Kentucky. I met Aaron Jones and I literally had, I had a suitcase, $1,500 cash and really bad credit. All right. That's, that, that, that's how I landed. $1,500 cash, a suitcase and really bad credit. And I knew one dude's name was Aaron Jones. And so I started working these odd jobs, just different odd jobs. I was a night auditor at a hotel. I did some roadshow stuff with the uh, with a dealership. And then I went and worked at this dealership called Glen Nissan. I worked there for a little bit. And while I was at Glen Nissan, I had this amazing idea. And the idea was I was going to put together a free poker league. Okay, free poker league. So no gambling. Think of like a dart league or anything like that, right? A league where you hang out in the bar, drinking, you play the games, you can accrue points, so on and so forth. So I decided I was going to start my own free poker league and bars and restaurants were going to pay me to bring people in. And that was the beginning of something called Kentucky Blue Poker crew. And yes, this is an actual picture of my rinky dink poker tabletops that I used to have when I started the company because I didn't have any money, right? I didn't have any money. I actually I borrowed $5,000 from a guy named James. And James gave me $5,000. I used it to buy cards and chips and poker tables and all of those things. And I started going bar to bar asking these bar owners, hey, yo, I'm going to bring people in. Let me 
let me uh, hold these tournaments and you don't have to explain it. They're like, no, these people are gambling. I'm like, no, they're not gambling. Think of it like karaoke, live band. I, I'm just the hook. I'm going to bring people in. And they were like, what's the big hook that people are going to actually play? And I'm like, oh, well, the winner gets a $10,000 seat to the World Series of Poker. Whoever gets the most points throughout the year, we're going to have a big tournament at the end. And the winner of that tournament gets a $10,000 seat to the World Series of Poker. And these owners of these bars were like, wow, that's dope, man. So they get to play for free and they get to win a trip to Las Vegas to play in the World Series of Poker at a $10,000 buy. And I'm like, yeah, all expenses is paid we pay for the hotel we pay for the airfare we pay for all the things for the winner it's gonna be amazing and homeboy and people started signing up they're like okay cool let's do that what those people didn't know is i didn't have any money <laughs> none i didn't have any money to pay for this thing are you kidding i took the five thousand dollars i bought some tables i bought some chips i bought some cards and i said i'm giving away a ten thousand dollar seat and the way I looked at it in my head, because we started in November, a season was going to go all the way through December of the next year. Basically, I had 14 months before I was ever going to have to write that check for 10K. I was like, I could make 10K over 14 months. <laughs> if people hire me. And so I made the announcements, boy. Oh yeah, we're doing, we're giving away a $10,000 seat and people started to pour in. I got a sponsorship with Budweiser. They didn't know I didn't have any money either. And what was cool is I started bringing people together. People of different ages, people of different backgrounds, people of different belief systems, black people, white people, brown people, and everything in between. What I loved about the Free Poker League was that it was an opportunity for everyone to become equal. It didn't matter how much money you had because we weren't gambling for real money. It didn't matter how smart you were because we were playing a free game and you could go all in and it didn't matter. Sometimes you get lucky, right? And so we had smart people and dumb people and pretty people and not so pretty people and we had very rich people and we had very broke people and we had everything in between we had people who believed in jesus and people who didn't we had it all right it was amazing bringing people together of all different backgrounds and belief systems of all different ethnicities When I say that, does that sound familiar to any of you who know me? Because see, I look back and that was the concept 15 years ago and I can look back even further and I can see this theme in my life, this theme around a passion for bringing people together of all different backgrounds and belief systems, of all different ethnicities. It's exactly what we do in Breakfast with Champions. It's exactly what we do here with GM3X. It's exactly what we did with Hashtag Rise and Grind. It's exactly what we did at Dan Cummins, Chevrolet, and Buick. The theme has always been the same. Sometimes the delivery has been different, but the theme has always been the same. And so here's what I realized. Everything that I ever needed in order to be successful at the level I am now and the level I will be in the future, everything that I needed was always in me. From the moment I was born, it was always in me. And the same is true for you. Let's dance. Y'all ready? Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
Let's go. Get these bodies in motion. Liza, if you're watching today, be careful, girl. No dancing. No dancing for you today, Liza. <laughs> I don't know if she's here or not. Poor Liza fell down the steps dancing yesterday. <laughs> she was on her way for a run. And you know what she did after she fell down the steps? She ran seven miles. How about that? How about that? All right, check it out. No matter where you are, I need you to get moving. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. We are done resting. Your rest is over. If you don't feel as though you got enough rest, then I'm going to challenge you to go to bed a little bit earlier tonight, all right? But now is not the time. Now is not the time, all right? This is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. If you are on Facebook, share it out. If you are on Clubhouse, hit the share button at the bottom. Also, if you are on Clubhouse, click the link at the top and you can come join us and see the full production. You can see me and my hands moving around everywhere. You can see us dancing around. You connect with all the folks. So feel free to click that link at the top of the screen if you want to see the full production with video and B-roll and all that good stuff. This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you. I want you to say good morning to me, all right? Whether you're watching live, you're watching on replay, say what's up, I'll say what's up back. What's up, Soul Salcedo? How you doing, Bella? Great to see you. Gail Beecraft in the building. Catherine Guidi. What up? There's Liza. She says she's dancing more carefully today. Fair enough, Liza. I love that. You are a warrior, sister. Robin Welshans is in the building. Vicki Everett, glad you're here. Oh, Liza, something interesting, too. My team was telling me when I put it on the calendar that we're going to be joining you at Carter Myers Automotive, November uh, 15th, 16th, 17th, whatever those days are. When, they, when Jessica was putting it on the calendar, those are the exact same days we were there last year. <laughs> like exact same days. Crazy, right? Christina Macy. Great to see you this morning. Tony Thorstad. I'm glad you're here. Alicia Watson. Nicole Settles. Tom Popelka. Great to see you. Sean Brady and my boy Scott Simons. I also see Derek McLean. Great to see you, Derek McLean. And of course, Josh. Oh, Blaine Price is in the building. Joe Spicer and Jacqueline Underwood. I'm glad you're here. Tanjay Brewer. What up? Dora Maria doing some dancing. I see Christina Howard. My boy Jeremy Burright, of course, Ramon, Mr. Ramon Ray is in the building this morning. What's up, TM? America's number one mentor. I love seeing you, sir. Nathaniel Greklek is in the building. Don Sankey's up in here. Don Sankey was flying around in a little plane, I believe, yesterday. Angelina, I'm glad you're here. Hope is in the building. Paul, love that profile pic you got over there on Clubhouse. Mabel, what up, girl? Great to see you. That's my girl, Mabel. Tony's up in here. Susan, Robin, and Chef. We got Ricardo in the building. Bree's up in here, and Wes, and Terrence, and M. Dayton is in the building. Tarika, and Peter, I see you. Angela, Kelly, I see you as well. Kiara Mitchell, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here. Gloria, thanks for being here as well. Peter O.N.G., you guys are amazing. Hey, check it out. Love hanging out with y'all virtually. I really do. And if you're in the auto space... We're going to be having a live event, which will be even more fun in Cummings, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. We're less than two weeks away. It's October 26th. If you are an owner or a general manager of a car dealership, come join me. It'll be amazing. I promise. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shanti's Harrigan, thanks for being here as well. 12,000, 12K bike ride done, still rolling. Derek McLean, you are a beast, brother. Hey, check it out. 10 fingers. All right. Ten fingers, ten toes, two feet, or two legs. 
two arms, and one head. Most humans are born the same. Most. Not all. But most humans are born the same, with the same set of tools. Ten fingers, ten toes, two legs, two arms, and a head. And yet some humans will excel, like excel, exceed, right, to exceed expectations. Some humans will excel. Most will not. Same set of tools, same 10 fingers, same 10 toes, same two legs, same two arms, same one head, born the same, most do not. Some will, most do not. What's different? Here's what I've seen and here's what I've learned to understand. Here's what's different. Those that fall short of their desired potential, those that fall short tend to point towards something outside of them. Like they tend to point towards, well, you know, the economy did this, therefore I could not. Or maybe they point towards, well, I was born in a certain geographical or cultural or biased situation. Therefore, I could not. Or they might point towards childhood abuse, neglect, parenting, etc. And I'm not saying that none of these things exist because they all do. Economic turns, geographical limitations, and definitely abusive and traumatic situations. With that said, though, what I've learned is those that tend to fall short tend to point towards something exterior, something outside of them that is keeping them from going or being what it is that they want to be and where they want to go. Now, on the opposite of side of that, all of the successful people that I've had the opportunity to learn from, to meet, to hang out with, I've noticed that they tend to point towards things inside of them. For example, you're, you have athletes, right? If you look at major athletes, all the greatest athletes that you could ever think of, they, they, they want the ball when the game's on the line, right? They want to take it all on their own shoulders. The win, the, whether they win or lose, is going to come down to them as far as they're concerned. It's not going to come down to the ref. It's not going to come down to a teammate. It's not going to come down to anybody else. It's going to come down to them. They, they 
carry the burden of success on themselves and do not allow anything on the outside to affect the outcome. That's what I've noticed. Most successful people, they'll say, okay, what can I do? What is it that I need to learn in order to reach this level? What is it that I need to read in order to reach this level? What activity do I need to participate in in order to break out from where I am to where I want to go? You see, every successful human has gotten there with the same two hands, the same two feet, the same mouth and arms that they were born with. Every one of them. If any successful person you can think of, I want you to go ahead right now. Think of a successful person. That person got to where they are today with the exact same 10 fingers, 10 toes, two hands, two arms, two legs, and two feet that they were born with. They didn't like, they didn't like go and, and get an upgrade, right? They didn't like, they didn't, they didn't like, okay, well, I'm going to upgrade different pieces of my DNA in order to become something different than I was. It's not, that's not how it works. They look inside and say, what can I do to get where it is I want to go? You see, what was in me and has always been in me has been the key, the path, and the ticket to the levels of success I've reached today and will continue to be that for the levels of success I'll reach in the future. It's what was in me. And I spent so much of my life thinking it was outside things that were going to do that for me. It's not the case. That which you seek is not on the outside, my friends. It is on the inside. Life will always give us some questions. There will be times when, when we have to take time to search ourselves. And, and saying, with all of these things out here, these roadblocks and these obstacles, what is it going to require on our part to make it happen? What's the final determining factor that will determine whether or not we're losers or winners in life? And here's what the answer is. It's you. No, it's not your circumstances. No, it's not your past. It's you. You're going to determine that. No, not what happened to you. No, no. It's you. It's you. You will determine whether or not this mission that you're on, and I believe that we're all on a mission. I believe that we all have a purpose. And we didn't just show up just to work every day and and face some hard experiences in life or go home after work and, and pop a can of beer and sit in front of the television set. No, I don't think that life is like that for us. I think that we all showed up here on a divine mission to do something. See, all of us have to begin to work to overcome certain things that we have picked up along the way in life. You've got to watch the energy that you're around and you've got to start searching yourself to ask yourself, what is it? Is this really me? 
look in the mirror, when you look at your life, when you look at where you want to go, you got to ask yourself the question, is this really me? Samuel Smiles says, life will always be to a large extent what we ourselves make it. What we make it. What you make your life. Not what circumstances will make of it. Not what other people will make of it. But what you make of your life. That's what your life will be. Not what other people say it will be. Not what the environment will try and dictate to you. No. What you make it. Live now. A common consciousness will keep people from living up to their true potential. Here's something that we must begin to realize and acknowledge. We were all created to be winners. All of us. How can you prove that? We can prove it by our consciousness. Just by our subconscious mind. We were destined. We were born to be, to be winners. We have been endowed with greatness. I think the challenge is to, to begin to become in alignment with who we truly are and work diligently to manifest our greatness. And I'll give you an example that all of us do that demonstrate this. If, if you ever dream, whenever I had any dreams, I've never been an athlete before, but anytime I have any kind of dream about sports or movies or anything, I'm always the star. A friend of mine, she had she did her father's eulogy and people were amazed at her how they knew that she was daddy's little girl they knew that they were very close inseparable and I asked her how did you handle that how did you do that because everybody knew that that was not only her father but her closest friend and she said that that the day that he died she said she was in his room and she was talking to him, you know, she said, Daddy, I love you, but I'm a big girl and, and I, as much as I want you to be here, I want you to do what you want to do. But I must tell you, Daddy, I love you and I'm going to miss you. And I'm afraid of thinking of life without you. And she said, our father started moving his lips and he couldn't speak too loud and she got closer and he said to her, You're going to be all right. And she said that gave her the look in his eyes. That gave her a certain assurance that there was something that even death couldn't conquer that was in her father that was now a part of her. And that was death could not take his spirit. If not now, then when? If not you, then who? I can answer that question for you this morning. If not now, if you won't do it now, then most likely never. Because there's no guarantee of tomorrow. If not you, then who? 
The answer is nobody. Because there's nobody on the outside that can do it for you. It's only you. You on the inside were born with everything that you need to reach whatever level you can dream. It takes a choice. It takes a decision. You must choose to stop looking outside and continue to grow inside. Listen, my friend, I believe that you and I are children of God, God of the universe, God that made everything. And as that, that makes you my brother or that makes you my sister. And so it is out of love, truly out of love. I love you. I do. If nobody's told you yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stink and love you, but it's out of love that I challenge you to break free of any limiting belief that has you feeling less than the magnificence and extraordinary being that you are. Break free, break out, and become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Not an average version, not a below average version, but the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And when you do, I promise, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me here today. I'm going to head on over to Clubhouse. If you're watching live, we're going to go chat a little bit more over there. I'm going to hang out over there for a little while. If you're watching on replay, we do Breakfast with Champions until 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time, so you can catch us later, all right? Otherwise, come back again tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. We'll do it all over again, GM3X. So